this is CEO Chats, a candid and open convo about business as a female entrepreneur. Because not all CEOs wear suit ties and cufflinks. Hey babes, it's Natalie and I'm back with another episode and today is going to be a chats with Nat and who I have in the pink seat with me today is Mariah Bryant. She is the CEO of the M Factor. She is a resume writer and a career readiness expert. So she helps her clients prepare for the corporate world through resume writing, cover letter writing, and also realizing how to optimize on their LinkedIn profile. So I want to give a warm welcome to Mariah. So Mariah, please introduce yourself. Hello, thank you, Natalie, for allowing me to be on the show in the pink no hair. <laughs> um, my name no. is Mariah Bryant. I am a certified professional resume writer, and I am the founder and chief uh, chief writer of the M Factor, which is a professional career writing agency that specializes in resumes cover letters, and LinkedIn profiles. Now, the goal and the mission of the company is to see our clients become the headliners, not the opening acts of their professional lives. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because part of the reason why I loved and wanted to bring Mariah on onto the show is because I know that some of my business babes do work and still work, and on top of that, for sure, you still need to keep up an updated resume, even if you're in full-time entrepreneurship. So this is something that I know will definitely benefit um, the corporate workers that's on the side of business, babe. They're definitely going to listen. Uh, you definitely want to listen to this. So if you are really wanting to figure out how to boss yourself up as a corporate worker, then this is definitely the episode for you, okay? So let's just jump right in to, you know, let's talk about professionalism right now because mm-hmm. I've I feel like there's so many, so many people, people feel like professionalism, like, I don't know, I don't feel like it's a legit definition, like, everybody takes professionalism in a whole different realm, so, and especially trying to make sure that they look well on their resume and things like that, Mm -hmm. so, how do you, how do you kind of define professionalism and then working with your clients on trying to maintain that professionalism? In my opinion, professionalism is staying true to yourself, but at the at the same time, walking in your purpose. So, for instance, professionalism for me would be me starting my own company and me operating in my gift. So that is my level of professionalism. You know, that is how I define professionalism. Professionalism isn't always being in the suit. It's not always, you know, carrying a briefcase every day. Professionalism is just about carrying yourself, like walking in your true purpose and, you know, being true to yourself. Because not everybody, not every profession calls for a business suit. Not every profession will call for um, great doses of creativity. So that's why I say walking in your purpose and also being true to yourself. Yes, I love that 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 you're saying, you know, walking into your profession. And it's definitely talking about researching right. as well. You know, like you don't want to sit here and you're trying to be a corporate patty, you know what I'm saying, and you're still mm-hmm. functioning on just this this vibe of like I'm at home, I'm chilling, you know what I'm saying. So right, part, right, of being right. pro- part of being professional is really, really understanding what field that you're in and understanding right. like how to move forward with that. Because me as a creative 
I can be creative, if that makes sense, you know, because they're expecting that because that's my professionalism. Mm-hmm. So me being lively is really expected because I create things. But on the other right. realm, like you said, there's so like there's so many different aspects of of mm-hmm. you know the careers that you can get into. But you need you need to know like what professionalism set out for what 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 industry that you're in. So that's really mm-hmm. really great. So as far as for like. You know, like working, uh, for one, working like a corporate job and stuff like that. What are some things that you really, really like noticed in moving into just coaching people and helping people into resume building that you was like, you know what, this is some things that y'all need to really, really understand and get. Right. So moving into consulting and like doing resumes and LinkedIn profiles for people, um, most often, most of my clients will come to me saying, hey, Mariah, I want to go into, I'm in this industry, but I want to go into another industry. And I don't think that I have enough experience or I don't know how to talk about my experience in a way that, you know, I will be able to gain this new opportunity. And it's just, you know, them not really realizing what they've done in their experience and how they can spin it in terms of the verbiage on their resume. Another thing that I don't think, um, well, I think that a lot of people can brush up on is the power of LinkedIn. Now, a lot of people that I do offer offer that as a part of my service, and um, a lot of people that say already have a job, already have, I'm already employed. However, there's so much power in LinkedIn. I think there's about, it's close to, about 50 million people, correct me if I'm wrong, but there are millions of people on LinkedIn. So that leaves you open to networking a lot. You know, networking in itself helps you get to the next opportunity, your next job opportunity. Um, So networking is very key on LinkedIn. Also on LinkedIn, you're able to connect with different industry leaders and thought leaders, and you're also able to um, just talk about, Share your expertise because you never know who's watching. You never know who's watching. Even on regular social media like Instagram or Facebook, you know, we're on that all day, every day. But when it comes to LinkedIn, it's like, oh, I made one because my coworker told me to make one. <laughs> and I'm going to let it, I'm just like make a profile halfway and let it sit. And that's not optimal, especially if, I mean, even if you're not looking for your next job opportunity, it's just good to connect with other people in your same industry and nurture those relationships because you never know what's going to happen next. Not saying that um, I'm not trying to be facetious or I'm not trying to be morbid, but you you just never know what's going to happen down the line in terms of your career. So it's just best Mm -hmm. to beef up your client um, base, not your client base, but your relationship base. Um, So you can be there for others and they can be there for you. Yes, I love that you said that because back when I was actually in undergrad, this lady came and she was trying <laughs> to push, like pushing like a mug because I was working at the Career Development Center. Like she mm-hmm. was pushing it like a mug, like you need to get LinkedIn, blah, 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 yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, like, you're driven, you're driven, driven. You know, and I'm like, who wants to get a LinkedIn <laughs> profile? Like, girl, don't nobody do that anymore. Uh-huh. And so... She really, truly opened my eyes 
to saying that to, to, to LinkedIn. And so when I started getting familiar with what LinkedIn was, it is so powerful as far as your career, career goes. You can connect right. with somebody that's possibly working in the company that you're trying to get into, and hopefully right. that they're sharing information about the company. You like the photo. You do whatever. At least that's somebody in your books to say, oh, hey, okay, you know, I connected with you, or I'm in LinkedIn, I applied for this position, can you give me some insight on the company, right. um, or whatever, and that person might be like, hey, I, girl, you know, I went to, I was on LinkedIn, and somebody reached out to me, you know, you never know how my, how close they might be with HR, you know, and so, right. another thing that I realized is that, let's say, like, if you don't have a portfolio, okay, you don't mm -hmm. have a website, or anything, like, mm -hmm. you can use uh, LinkedIn as a platform for you to like grow like you're able to put in blogs right. and articles about your industry you're able to put right. post up about your personal not personal, your professional achievements and success and one thing I love about LinkedIn and people really don't necessarily know how dope that is is let's say mm -hmm. somebody like your photo that automatically mm -hmm. gets shared on that person's timeline to their network Okay, right. so I have gotten so many shares on a blog and somebody reached out to me for a speaking engagement. So, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. it's all about, it's all of, as you getting professional, professional, um, or changing that aspect about you, it's all about making sure that you have a network to do so. Okay, so once you right. kind of like created a good like use use LinkedIn, especially even if like it has grown my business, it has got to be jobs yeah. that I needed everything. So LinkedIn is so important. So I'm glad that you optimize on that. So if anybody is looking to learn thoroughly how to really boost up their LinkedIn and how to really use it. She is your girl. So I will leave the links in the episode yeah. below so you can connect <laughs> with her because it's so crucial to have it, whether it's for your business or for, you know, just for yourself, like for your professional mm -hmm. goals. So when you're working on resume writing, you know, just so mm -hmm. people can get an understanding of what should go on a resume, like, Let's mm -hmm. let's let's treat this situation as if we're like we're like a client. You know what I'm saying? What are some right. what are some tips that you have as far as what to put on your resume? How to like rock the hell out of this interview? How to just bone up? Um, you know, on your professionalism. What are some tips that you got? Sure. For resumes, certain tips that I have include having a summary of qualifications or a profile statement. Now. Back in the day, and hopefully still back in the day, <laughs> um, resumes used to have what's called an objective at the very top of the resume. Now, the purpose of the objective was for the candidate to tell employers what they thought, like what they would like in a position. However, using a summary of qualifications or a profile statement enables you to present yourself as an asset. It's not you begging for a job. It's not saying, pick me, pick me, pick me, because of X, Y, Z is saying, hey, I've decreased costs here, I've increased revenue here, I exemplify attention to detail, strong leadership skills, and organizational skills. You know, I'm going to leave this right here, and if, you, if this seems of interest to you, then, you know, give me a call. So that in itself is very, 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 very powerful. Um, another thing in terms of resumes and actually LinkedIn is industry keywords. Now, I'm going to drop some game on everyone. 
<laughs> Drop all the gems. <laughs> Drop all the gems. Yes, in private industry, when you when candidates apply for jobs or internships, their resumes do not automatically go straight to recruiters. It actually goes through something called an applicant tracking system first, otherwise known as an ATS. And it's a pre-screening bot. It's very aggressive. And if your resume has, like, certain graphs and tables and colors and templates, and if it does not have enough industry keywords, then it will reject. So you can have all of the experience in the world. And clients even came to me and said, Mariah, well, verbatim, looking at my experience, I looked at the job description, I'm very much qualified for this role, but I didn't get to the, inter- the interview section. I take one piece of their resume, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, you don't have a summary of qualifications. It seems like you don't have industry keywords. That's why you got rejected. You're well qualified, but you just you, that's why you got rejected. Um, in terms of interview skills, I like confidence is key. You know, confidence is key. But something like a bit more tangible is always go in there with at least three to five questions. Um, three to five questions, and like always ask questions that do not pertain to. Don't like okay. Well, don't ask questions that pertain to money or um, anything that is too you know. Tasty, I guess, in terms of money, but I would inquire about company culture or um, what is a seller person like? What is a seller performer in the role that I'm applying to? Like, what does that look like? Or how do you guys handle succession planning? You know, you want to just be able to let them know that you are interested in the role genuinely. Now, in terms of professionalism and just like leveling up. Going back to networking, it's not what you know, it's who you know, literally. Like, you could be friends with someone, like um, Facebook friends or LinkedIn friends with someone who worked for the VP of the company that you're trying to break into, but you just never know the power of connection. So I do encourage people to go out in um, certain industry conferences. Um, I'm really, I was really big on that when I was in college. I'm going to get back onto that. For example, if you are black and you are an accountant, then I strongly suggest NABA on the National Association of Black Accountants and, you know, different organizations of that nature just to network with other like-minded professionals and employers. Um, And also please watch your social media presence because a lot of people do not get interviews um, due to that. When I was in college at Morgan State in Baltimore, um, I was in the business honors program. I just have a short story if you don't mind. I was in the business honors program, and, mm-hmm. you know, we were all young college students, and we were applying for internships at the moment. So this one young man, he applied for an internship, and he wrote on his Facebook, he was like, man, I'm so tired, um, and I just had this interview or something, something like that, you know, something to the degree of him being tired and the interview that he had that day. Well... Long story short, he did not get that internship. And I'm pretty sure it was because of what he placed on Facebook. You know, like. I know somebody that that happened to. I definitely know somebody (laughs) that that happened to. Right, it's very, very real. It's very real because. Common as hell. The average, right, the average job opening attracts 250 resumes. Recruiters are looking, I don't say they're looking for reasons to weed people out, but 
they're definitely scouting you out. So just be mm-hmm. cognizant of that. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I, because I knew some guy, some guy that was, I mean, got a prestigious degree, all of this other fanciness, and mm-hmm. he he had put something on his on his profile uh, that was symbolizing, you know, his political views. And so mm-hmm. he didn't it didn't get shared. I mean, he did get he did share. He had shared it on his Facebook, and for some reason. He didn't get the job. Like he was just like, I don't understand. But they had told him it was for his views on his Insta- on his Facebook for something that was mm-hmm. political. But you know that was that was said that was taken like way out of context from their perspective. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're trying to work into you know get in, or get into politics, this is one thing that you got to be cautious of. You know, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was just you know crazy. You know, when he he was like, I can't believe that they actually did X, Y, Z, you know, to me as I as I as I'm trying to get this job. But it's like, hey, it's cool to talk about certain things. It's cool to have your own personal your mm-hmm. own personal, you know, words, ways of what you got to say. That's fine. But like you said, if you're trying to move up, you're trying to get into an industry that that you feel biased about, you feel a different way about or whatever, just clean up your social media. Like that is so important. And even on a even if right. we're we're connecting with entrepreneurs today right now, you know, clean mm-hmm. up clean up your social media. Because there's so many right. times that you won't get that sale, you won't get that job, or you won't get that person that you want to connect with because you have some outlandish stuff on your social media. You know, part of being professional is actually knowing when and when not to speak. Or, you know, just the perfect time to even say something mm-hmm. or to mm-hmm. represent something, you know. And a lot of people don't really pay attention to that. They think that they can put whatever they want on their social media and it's fine and dandy. But when you're talking about trying to collect these, corporate coins you know (laughs) when you talk about actually trying to make sure that you're you are you are setting an example or whatever the case like that is going to be the deal breaker because they looking at social Mm -hmm. media you know my social media is public but I I like everything is like watered down like some stuff just don't need to Mm -hmm. be said in order for you to make it that way so I'm glad that you gave just some really really you know really really good tips on just and overall, y'all, what we really just talking about is just be professional. Like once you yeah. once you start working in general, once you start even doing something that's in a business realm, like you gotta live that life. Like you can't just sit here and just be like, Oh, okay, I got this job, I'm gonna do whatever, I'm gonna do whatever I wanna do. If that's what you come in to do, you just come in to work, then come in to work. But if you come in to work to grow and to be better, to get higher positions, all these other different stuff. All of this starts, you know, to play into what you're doing, you know. So mm-hmm. you have to make exactly. sure that you have to make sure that every everything across the board is like clean, crisp, and like clear. So I love that you said that. And bringing it back in, because I really want want to really, really talk about career readiness. And one thing you said, mm-hmm. and you were talking about was. I don't know, you know, I don't know if I'm qualified for this or I'm overqualified mm-hmm. for that and like that self-doubt. So how do you like as a, you know, a resume writer and just like career readiness coach or expert, mm-hmm. how do you kind of work with or what are some things that if someone is dealing with that like right now, like how do you how do you kind of empower them to be like, you know, as you already said, but how do you empower somebody who just at this point 
they feel like their resume sucks, they're not getting any jobs, they're not doing whatever they need mm-hmm. to do, what are some things, even if they don't, you know, work with you, what are some things that they need to possess within themselves to kind of get back into that realm of job applications, applying, and really getting that promotion or something like that? Yeah. I try to instill a sense of persistence, you know. And the job market is very extremely aggressive. You're going to hear – it's just a fact. Um, you're going to hear a lot more no's than you will yeses. And you may not be called in for an interview for positions that you're qualified for. It just takes a level of persistence for you just to keep going and to keep applying. And I also recommend that, you know, clients who feel that they're underqualified or overqualified to really extremely pull as much as they can out of their experience. Now, when I say this, I'll I'll give an example. By trade, I'm a financial analyst. So one of my duties is to reconcile the general ledger to the profit and loss statement every month. So based on that, I have attention to detail, I am punctual, I have um, minimal, minimal room for error because I have to close the books in three to four days, so that's a short window of time. Also, I'm able to um, have multitask ability because I'm running different businesses that I have to close the books for. It's just you just really have to really pull you know, that's where the creativity comes in. This is, that's where, you know, that's why I have my job <laughs> as a resume writer. It's really just really cool from what you have and really talk about that. And um, thirdly, I also recommend using a cover letter. Now, your resume is telling people a brief summary about your academic and professional experience. That leaves a little bit of room for you to express interest and, you know, your personality, so to speak, or your professional your professional personality. That's why I recommend a cover letter. Um, you're able to tell the employer, like, how you found out about the role, um, your different strengths and your different achievements and how you can be an asset, also um, why you're applying to this role. So you're able just to be a lot more personable in a cover letter than you can ever be in a, a resume. That's what those are the facts I recommend. Yes, 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 yes. I stay with a cover letter, y'all. Like, I used to stay with them. <laughs> like, isn't because they looking at all these these damn sheets of paper in front of their faces. And yes. sometimes if they say they accept cover letters, send one. Please send yes. one. Like, mm-hmm. please do. That's so, so important. And mm-hmm. even let's say if you apply for something, let's say it's not even like in business because I, I mean in um, professionals because I know we have some entrepreneurs listening. If this is for a speaking engagement, you apply to do, you apply to do whatever, send a cold ass email that is going to knock them yeah, out yeah. and be like, oh, wow. Besides from her just asking if she wanted to speak at this engagement or they're accepting speakers, she sent like this dope email that I can literally like get with. Like, that person spent the time to really, really, really put a name to themselves. It's so important. And another thing that I learned from working at the Career Development Center uh, when I was getting my undergraduate 
was they were saying send thank you letters or thank you emails. They will yeah. respond back. I mean, shoot, they will respond to that and be like, oh, okay, thank you. You know, thank you for thanking me because that shows humility, that shows honor, and that mm-hmm. definitely shows respect that they, you know, respecting their time that they actually set out here to make sure your shit was good, okay, to interview you and speak to you. Mm-hmm. You know, after that, like you said, I think at have come in there with questions, and one of them questions needs to be, um, you know, can I? do you have a card or an email or something like that that I can take, although you already have it. You know what I'm saying? Just to make sure it's okay if I um, have take your email or um, stay in contact with you just to follow up with my application. You right. know, and if they approve of that, cool. I'm sending them a thank you email an hour after or the day after, letting them know thank you for taking mm-hmm. out the time to interview me. Thank you for taking out the time to take in consideration um, my me for this position. Um, as we talked about, you know, this is this you needed this 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 different skills, and I feel like I definitely possess them from these different you know experiences that I've had and and mm-hmm. just leave it at that and they'll be like oh okay she really really wants the job because sometimes as you right. leave unsure they be walking out unsure as hell too be like mm, I don't know she seems really <laughs> good but you know something's missing or I feel like I need something extra you know and that can be that extra ump like hmm you know, if she's really, really into making sure that she makes that connection, I'm sure she's going to make that connection with the people in the office or she's going to go above and beyond for our clients or our customers, whatever, you know, and it's really, really important that you you show that and you do that, like that above and beyond kind of thing. Because even into entrepreneurship and, of course, yeah, you know, Mariah, it's like we even if you're trying to move into full entrepreneurship, whatever, you know, we have to carry on this black and white way of living to get into that color way of living, if that makes sense. So we are full of color. We we want to do this. We want to do that. We are entrepreneurs. We have all these different things going. And then we have to sometimes be systematic and still work in these full-time positions right. to get to where we need to be. But these positions are going to teach you and train you because – they're going to teach you and train you how to how to have respect, how to be professional, how to handle situations. And when you take in consideration, like sometimes you apply for these job interviews or whatever, this is sometimes going to be your clients that you're walking into. You know, you're going right. to have to interview your clients or you're going to have to wow your clients. And what are you going to do to make sure you get that job? You know, like right. your clients are your bosses. So you going on job exactly. interviews often. You know what I'm saying? And what are you going every to do day. to every day? <laughs> What are you going to do to get that job? You know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, after that consultation, yeah. I, that's why I was telling her, funny, off the record, I was telling Mariah that I use free conference calls to record all of my clients' conference calls that I have just because this is important to me, you know? So, and if this is important to you and you didn't, I want to record this so you can have it. Even if you don't want to work with me, you can always keep this recording and be like, I can go back because I asked these questions to her. And, you know, that means a lot to them. Like, they might not have been able to take notes or they're like, dang, I forgot what she said. And to go back to this recording really, really helps them. So what are you going to do to kind of go above and beyond for those first people that you talk to, you know? And mm-hmm. that's, that's, to me, like, that's like the guns and butter to professionalism. You know, you show that gratitude, like, for real, for real. So that is like, like I said, the guns and butter, y'all. So get in, let's kind of get into, like, how did you really start working and being, like, realizing, like, hey, I can monetize off this. Let's get into the entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. you know. How did you move into really becoming, like, a resume writer and just talking about career readiness? 
Okay. Um, going back to me being a college student, <laughs> I've always somehow had a knack for professional development, and I always enjoyed, like, career readiness. Um, coupled with that, I've always had the gift of writing. So with that being said, I was able to garner a um, few internships here, and I was able to, you know, go on conferences here and there in um, college. So a lot of my peers, they would see this, and they would come to me, and they're like, hmm, this girl seems to get it. Let me ask her a few questions. Let me, you know, have her help me so that maybe, you know, I can have X number of internships and, you know, I can, you know, be set for graduation. <clears throat> so that's when a lot of my peers would come to me asking, hey, um, how should I wear this or how should I, you know, format my resume or what do you think I should ask you? What do you think about this question that I'm going to ask in my interview? What do you think about, can you do a mock interview with me? So, you know, I've gotten a few requests. Um, for my peers in college. So from there, I've already, already had an interest in career readiness. Now people are coming to me about career readiness. So I graduated college, and I started my job as a financial analyst. And right after graduation, God laid on my heart and said, I want you to start this business. I want you to write I want you to use that gift I gave you for my people. And I just kept thinking yes. about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. Yes, yes. You know. I'm cut you off, but speak oh. on it, y'all. Okay, so I'm like wired the hell up because I just left the sister circle and we was talking about purpose. Uh, and when I tell you, we talking about walking in the purpose and what God gives you. Speak on it, sis, because a lot of us is yes. in this business because God is using us, okay? Right. There are so many people of color who do not know the necessities of professionalism. So please go ahead, okay? Let, let the church say amen right now. Go ahead. Spill, <laughs> spill, spill it, honey. Spill it because I'm already wired up. Come come through uh -huh. with what he said to you. I'm listening thoroughly. All righty. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, rolling around in my head, rolling around in my head, but I've always, always had it as a thought, like what if? But, you know, I was always hesitant because I'm like, are people really going to pay me to write their resumes? Are people mm -hmm. really, like, is there really a market for this? So after much research, and I spent about nine months on my business plan. Don't ever do that, guys. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just start. Get your ass up. Exactly. <laughs> after much planning, um, I decided to start the M Factor. We launched this April, well, April 2018. And um, since then, we've been able to offer free resume consultations. We've mm -hmm. been very active on LinkedIn, very active on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, we have had paid clients, thank God. You know, hey. there is a market. Yes. And I kind of want to get off the subject a little bit, mm -hmm. but don't let people deter you from what you know you're supposed to do. Yes. I have, and another thing, don't ask people who do not know about the certain industry that you're in or the in industry that you want to get into because it's going to give you false information. I mm -hmm. purposefully ask family, certain family members and certain friends, hey, I'm going to start this resume writing business. What do you think about it? Do you think it's going to be profitable? Mm -hmm. Do you think people are pay? They're like, girl, no. Girls, templates online. Girls, they could just go, you know, to their college career center. Girl, please. Ain't nobody going to do that. 
you probably just it's probably gonna be a little side hustle. It's probably just gonna be a little side hobby that you're gonna do. Even to this day, people say, "Oh, how's your little business doing?" Or I'm mm-hmm. surprised you actually pay for you. Yes, people pay. Okay, there's a market for anything, and I kind of find it a little offensive, but yeah, you know, all you can do is just show and prove. Exactly, because this is the thing, when we're moving within our purpose, y'all, you're going to feel it. Like, you're going to feel yeah. it. One of the things I mentioned today in the, in the, when we talked about purpose in the sister circle is some of our, our, our threats and our weaknesses to ourselves, and we got a lot of noise. We have a lot of noise yeah. and people, a lot of them talking about how we're supposed to do stuff, what job we're supposed to take, uh, what business we're supposed to start, what lane we're supposed to be in, what we're supposed to be doing. And that's a lot of noise when you're trying to have a tunnel vision. And you, you, have to, mm-hmm. you have to get into a mindset of exiting everybody out. Like if you have a career path that you're trying to get to, a business goal that you're trying to get to, like this noise has to be like level out. Like it got it gotta go. Mm-hmm. Like the only voice you need to hear right now is yourself. You know, yourself. Be with yourself and talk about your goals. What do you want to do? You know, you wanna mm-hmm help people with their resumes, you want to do whatever it is that you said about your business that you want to do, do that. Do that. Don't let nobody stop you from what you're trying to do. Nobody. And that's even talking about on a corporate realm and funny. This is actually why Business Babe exists as what it is right now. Don't even allow these corporate glass ceilings to stop you. If you want a position, you want to do this stuff, do it. Do it. Make sure that your resume, your cover letter, your everything is in place so nobody can deny you. And if you do, just still keep your spirits high because just because somebody said no, eventually somebody going to say yes. You know, eventually somebody is right, going to do yeah. this. Eventually that one client about to be that great word of mouth you needed and about to bring in hella money for you. So keep being consistent in what you're doing and also make sure that you're well-polished well-polished, and that's that professionalism on a personal tip and on an entrepreneurship tip, like, seriously. So thank you for sharing, you know, sharing that that journey, you know, with yourself and realizing because sometimes family is who you got to cut out. Like, (laughs) bye. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to talk to you later. Like, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't do this. I can't be the best me when you don't want the best me, you know, and figuring out them people. And so when you're walking within your purpose and you're, you are moving forward with your goals, like I said, whether it's business or whether it's a corporate, corporate goal, you have to exit out every, everything, everything to make it, make it to the top. So I'm just glad that you really, really said that. And you know, that is a point of entrepreneurship where you know you're on the right road. You know, you know you're doing what, you, what you're doing because it's, it's mm-hmm. so needed, Mariah. It's so needed. And so yeah. just to be able to speak on this platform about it and to continue for you to push forward about it, I mean, just keep doing it because it's, mm-hmm. it's girl, jobs ain't going nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. No damn where. So what are they talking about? Girl, you ain't going to pay you for that? What you talking about? Yes, they pay me for this. Why? Yeah. How's your resume looking? Do you mind, Do you want a consultation? You know, <laughs> just being real. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you just got to come back with them good comebacks. <laughs> come you back know. with the comeback. Okay. And let them just deal with it from there. Yes. So 
What are some things that you are pushing forward with your brand now, some new things, let's say, for 2019, that whether that's new services or workshops you want to mm -hmm. do, what are some things that you want to start doing with the M Factor that we can kind of look forward to? Yes, I'm so glad that you asked me that because month by month I set personal and professional goals um, for myself. So as a part of 2019, down the pipeline, the M Factor is going to start including professional bios, KSAs, also known as knowledge, skills, and ability statements. Also, we're going to be able to do curriculum vita, or curriculum vitae, excuse me. And those are just resumes for people who are in the academic and um, medical industries. Also, we plan on maybe in, in, um, including a interview prep interview prep for some of our clientele. Also, we may have an, um, a YouTube channel that may be coming down the pipe, that may be coming down the pipeline. Um, and also, we would like to speak more on um, certain panels and workshops. So if you do have um, an organization or if, if you do have a school that you would like for the impact to come to, whether it's resume writing, career preparation, or even LinkedIn optimization, um, we are the optimal comp company for you to um, utilize. So that's what we have coming down yes. the pipeline for next year. Speak on it. Mm -hmm. Speak on it. And I love Speak that you are it. just expanding. So and what she's talking about is even me and, me and Mariah um, kind of chatted um, like a few weeks ago about just her expanding. And, you know, you have mm -hmm. to have different branches. It's not just I'm just consulting. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually reaching out to right. schools. I'm reaching out to companies. I'm reaching out to so many other things to talk about this because it's just not one-sided. I just don't do resume. I do 10 to, right. 10 to 11 different things. And I can also inspire, you know, and that YouTube channel definitely going to be the shit because if I can just watch a YouTube, <laughs> girl, bye. If I can watch a YouTube video right. on how to ace this interview, girl, girl, bye. They will definitely pay for that. Well, YouTube will pay you once you get enough views and stuff. So mm -hmm. that's definitely an avenue. Uh, video is king. I know everybody been hearing yeah. that. Video is king because they can share it like crazy because people just don't read no more. They just don't. No, They're no. lazy. They no. want to hear and they want to see. So you got to get in the community. You have to start making sure that you're reaching out to them on multiple levels. So some people will read your blog and some people listen to the podcast and then some people will watch a video. So, you know, even if you start with just IGTVs, like that has done well for me too. Like, on the um the Natalie Rochelle, my personal Instagram. People found me from my, my IGTV. I'm like, how is this possible? But you know, when you <laughs> you put hashtags, you do all this other stuff, people can find you from the IGTV. Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes, clients. yes. I've asked clients like, how did you find me? That's like the key question. Girl, they be I'm talking on Instagram. I'll be like, oh okay. And they're like, Yeah, I got you off of this hashtag. I'm like, Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Instagram popping. For real, for real. So I definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm all here for it. All here for it. Cause I got a client yesterday who told me they, they was, they was just on Instagram. They was like, yeah, mm -hmm, I right. put in, I put in branding and your name popped up. So how do you help people build brands? And I'm like, blah, 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 blah. Wow. You know, I have my quick reply, my quick reply. <laughs> and she was like, oh, can you take a call in the next hour or so? Me, I make myself available for my very first time client. So I'm like, oh yeah, cool. I canceled this event oh, yeah. I was going to. It was a networking event. 
But I canceled mm-hmm. it and I took that phone call and she was like, yes, I'm ready. Like, I will pay. I will set up this. I will set up that. You yeah. know, so it works. It definitely works. It really, really does. So that's the same way on a personal or professional tip. Like, you're trying to get this job. You're trying to get this connection, whatever the case may be. Start just talking about it. Start putting out content mm-hmm. about what you do, you know. And then they will right. people will pay attention and like that, like you spoke about on LinkedIn. LinkedIn allows you to put hashtags too, y'all. And people be searching yeah. them hashtags, too, because that's how somebody at a college found out about me, because they are on LinkedIn. These professional people are on LinkedIn. They're not on Facebook often. They are on LinkedIn because right. it's approved by the job as a good social network professionally. You're right. You know, that's like the business Facebook. It's be, it be booming, y'all. It be booming. Exactly. So, and another thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Natalie. No, you're good. But another thing. If you put your name in Google in the Google search engine, the first if you're if you have a LinkedIn profile, the first mm-hmm. search uh, result is your LinkedIn profile. That's how powerful the tool is. So don't underestimate. Don't sleep on LinkedIn. <laughs> okay, I, I when I realized that I had got like a hundred and something like. I think I got like 900 and something on one blog, and I realized that was because that blog was shared wow. and was liked by like 50 people. So when that happened, other mm. people saw it, and I was just like, what the hell? Next thing I know, <laughs> I got 600 followers on my LinkedIn, and that means that every time wow. I put up an update, them 600 people are notified. So that is like, you know, when you start really optimizing, like you said, I love the O word, optimizing <laughs> on your social media game, Jobs will start talking to you. Companies will start talking to you. People will start trying to connect with you, whatever. And people are like, hey, um, you know, are you looking for a position? We've we, been watching you for a minute, and, you know, we're looking for a marketing manager. What's good? You know, so you never, you just never, you just really, really honestly never know where some of these postings can go. And that all starts with professionalism, y'all. Just, it just, everything just goes in full, full circle. So I'm going to start by putting you into the lightning round with the three questions that I always ask everybody online. You ready? I'm ready. All right. So the first question is, what are some advice that you have for someone that is trying to get into the industry that you're in or try to start a career consulting business? What are some tips or some um strategies that you have for them to kind of get started and like build their clientele? I say don't get stuck on analysis paralysis, but still have a business plan. Um, Read everything that you can get your hands on in terms of resume writing, LinkedIn profile optimization, cover letters, um, interview prep. Also, it helps to get a certification. Um, I know there's plenty of resume writers who are excellent exceptional resume writers. They have booming clientele. Um, I chose to get a certification to add more credibility because I was new in the game. So I wanted people to see that, oh, okay, she does know what she's talking about, even though I hadn't been in the field that long. So those are the, those are three things that I recommend for someone who wants to break into the, um, the career industry. Good. I I love I love those. I lo- really really do love those. And just any, especially on just starting starting a business, y'all. Just network. Mm-hmm. Just network. Start. Yeah. Be, be your own. Be your own billboard. Shit. If you can't buy one, right. that thing right at the bottom of your face. That mouth. 
<laughs> just start talking. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you work? Oh, okay, great. Are you, you know, and they, if they start, girl, I hate my damn job. Oh, what? Oh, wow. <laughs> well, you know, I actually do ready career readiness and resumes and stuff like that. So if you really want to revamp your resume, because that's definitely going to be something you need to do, you know, holler at your girl, mm-hmm. you know. So you really have to start being that person to talk about it. And even if that's not even fixing their resume, like you want me to meet with you and help you do some career, some interview prep or whatever mm-hmm. the case, even if that's not a service offer right now, people will pay for people to sit down and just help them, you know, so that's yeah. just something, you know, that you guys really have to hone in on. If this is try- if you're trying to get into building your clientele and stuff like that, use your mouth. Start just talking, you know. And if you choose to go the route of working with family first or friends first, you know, use that as just an avenue to get started. But, you know, also at the same time, don't give that discount to somebody you don't know. Like if that's your friend, that's your family, cool. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get a portfolio built. But when you start making you know, speaking about, you know, hey, I do resume building blah blah blah, you know, set that price for that person. Yeah. Not to say to take advantage of that person that you don't know, but what somebody, you know, is is it's gonna start better because that person is just gonna connect with you professionally or personally and if you set that goal have you know set forth with just okay well I charge XYZ you know they can either choose to work with you and not gonna work with you or they can tell somebody else what your prices is and when that person is ready you know they can continue to build with you so definitely you know keep that keep that in mind when you're trying to grow specifically like a consulting business so the second question I have is what are some do's and don'ts about trying to be a career readiness expert or just a resume writer? What are some do's and don'ts, um, you know, as you doing what you do? If somebody is doing the mm-hmm. same thing or trying to get into that, what are some do's and don'ts of running a business like this? Sure. So do's definitely include staying on top of industry trends and doing your research. Um, the career industry it doesn't have a lot changing um, on a consistent basis, but it's mm-hmm. still good to keep like stay on top of the trends. Mm-hmm. Another do is to definitely network. Um, the career writing industry is not the sexiest industry. It's not cosmetics. It's not um, I don't know. It's not hair. It's careers. That's not, right. It doesn't sound very exciting. So um, I definitely encourage networking for that. Another do is to hmm, step outside of social media. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <laughs> I keep stressing about LinkedIn, but LinkedIn really is social media. But, you know, have a LinkedIn, not only a LinkedIn profile, mm-hmm. but also have a LinkedIn company page. You want to yes. be able to, yeah, have your own personal profile where you could be personal, just you could just be as personable as you want to be. Right. Um, then you also have your company page that you can refer people to um, in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Don't include, do not just simply post or talk about what you've heard unless you can prove it to be a fact. Right. Oh, um, oh, hold on. Rewind. <laughs> Say that again. Please, louder for the people in the back. Yeah. <laughs> don't post or say anything that you've said unless you can go back and prove it as a fact. Yes. Um, it makes me yeah. sad, especially if people say, like, one time I slipped up and I said, oh, well, you can't 
um, you can you can't upload PDFs as a resume. As a mm-hmm. resume, you can't upload it in PDF version. And it get through the ATS, and you get you get a job um, interview. And the person was like, "Well, I know a person who already did that. That's me not taking mm-hmm. back. That's me not staying on top of my research because that actually is not true." Um, another don't is don't get discouraged. Now, I know that's not really tangible, but, you know, when you're just starting out, especially if you're just starting this, in this business, it's, you're not going to have a lot of clients. So you're not going to have people banging down your door. Um, and that's just the fact with any business. Well, I don't say with any business, but with career writing. Um, but just be persistent, stay encouraged, keep the right people around mm-hmm. you. Um, that's the third don't. I mean, ugh. Do keep the right people around you. Um, another don't, do not bash other writers or anyone else that is in the same industry. Um, you you guys are all in it together. Yes, it is a competition in terms of who's going to get the client, but then again, it's not healthy for you to bash other, you know, your competition. Right. It just makes you look bad. It makes you look crazy if you're saying malicious things. Or another thing, don't try to collaborate too early because mm-hmm. you want to establish a name for yourself first. I've had different writers and different consultants come out to me and say, hey, let's, mm-hmm. do, this let's do that together. And I'm like, well, you know, or like come and be my writer, like um, a resume writer for my career career consultant firm. I'm like, Right. I, I would like to establish my brand first. Then in the future, if that is still a possibility, I may. But, you, know, right. you know, you just want to be able to establish your name first so that people can know you and that you can have the optimal number of clients that um, you are working for. Exactly. And that's, and that's true, knowing – like you said, knowing when to take on more than you can chew. If you can't chew it, right. don't even try to eat it. Okay, you know, leave it, leave it on the plate. You don't always have to take everything. If you're, if you know right. your capacity for your business, because right now you're also working. Okay, I can take on three to four people in a month or something like that. One person mm-hmm. a week to work with their stuff. Know that, you know, or this person trying to collaborate with you. Like, hey, look, you know, I still don't have all the bells and whistles to what I do. Um, but this is, I, you know, this is something that I can do on a lower scale, you know, knowing, knowing what you're good at, knowing how you can help, knowing your niche, knowing, you know, yeah. how you're going to run your business and, and honing in on that. Cause it's like you say it, there's a difference between, and I'm, thank you for getting certified, but you know, <laughs> there's a true, hey, hey, there's a true, true, true difference between making some, you know, somebody that is trying to make a business out of just, just what they think and like compared to somebody that is actually certified, educated, well-experienced in this. You will see the difference. And so don't just get into something because you got a good-ass job and you think you got a good resume. Really know what you can offer. Get education on the back end of this. Don't just be a part of YouTube University and, hey, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, no. <laughs> like, if you know that you have gotten, you have gotten, you work as a marketing manager, similar to how I kind of moved into what I was doing. I have 
a degree in it. I have certifications in it. I'm getting my MBA in it. You know, if I if if you know that this is something you know on the corporate background by the books and also as a creative by all means, do it if you're passionate about it. Yeah. But don't just do something because, like, you just think that's dope as hell do, oh, or it's money in it. So thank you for mentioning that because a lot of people, when they see coaches, they automatically just think they can do what anybody can do it because they just know about it. But know what you're right. talking yes. about. You know what I'm saying? Know what you're doing because yes. I, I got a bomb-ass resume. I can do good. I have worked for the career development for two years, and those who have known me in our media was redoing resumes and rebuilding. But that's not my passion. You know what I'm saying? So right. I, I know what I'm good at. I'll get lazy at it. But it doesn't mean to say that I need to be a damn career coach because I had a job in it. No, hell no. Like, I know marketing right. more than anything, you know, so really, really hone in on what you're good at doing. Don't just do something because it's something cool to do or right. you, oh, everybody got a resume. Like, don't listen to what we just said, y'all. When we said every girl drops and going, no, that's true, <laughs> but that doesn't mean just let's just hop in and do this because if you don't really know on a back end of HR, you know, what they're requiring, you you don't know nothing. Don't just do it. So, Yes for that. Yes for that. That's why I say it. Say it louder for the people in the back because I don't want no <laughs> miscommunication coming around <laughs> at all. So mm-hmm. this leads us to the last question is okay. what are what is some advice, what are some um, shout-outs that you want to give, your social plugs, things like that so people mm-hmm. can make sure they connect with you, although it will be in the show notes below, y'all, but I still want her to mm-hmm. give that opportunity to say it. So what is just some shout-outs you want to do, some, some packages that you might have that people might be interested in, and then, of course, your social media. Okay, well, um, I want to shout out my mom, of hey, course, with Helen Bryant, <laughs> and then I'll also like to shout out my Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, I should have shouted him out first, but it's cool. Um, my social media is at the M Factor LLC. That is my Instagram, like my business Instagram. Then my personal Instagram is Brainy Butte, B-R-A-I-N-Y. B-E-A-U-T-E, Brainy Butte. Um, also, I am the M-Factor LLC on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I'm also on LinkedIn as Mariah Bryant, M-A-R-I-Y-A-H-B-R-Y-A-N-T. And certain packages that we offer, um, currently we charge based on the experience level, so we accept college students, is entry-level professionals, mid-level, mid-level professionals, and executive, executive-level professionals, um, preferably in the healthcare industries, IT industries, um, also in the finance and accounting spectrum. So we do welcome clients. We welcome all clients, but that is our, um, that is our target market, so to speak. And we offer professionally written resumes, cover letters, and LinkedIn profiles. And also down the line, we are offering packages because I know that um, a lot of clients are interested in not only a resume, but um, a resume and a cover letter or a resume, a cover letter, and a LinkedIn profile. Now everything is offered a la carte, but in the next year, in 2019, we will be offering um, different package levels. So that is what I have to say. 
Okay, cool. So please, you guys, please do not just think that she's just shouting this out because I asked her. I really want you all to pay attention to what we said and what she has to offer because Mm-hmm. Even if, like, you're trying to do whatever or you're on this podcast to learn about professionalism or you're on this podcast to learn about entrepreneurship and just my journey, you know, irregardless, I bring people on this show because some people just might be content working a nine to five, you know, and it don't mm-hmm. bother them. Yeah. You know, some people just want to listen because they take a liking into me. But if you're listening to this and you're putting it into perspective for you being an entrepreneur, you being a corporate worker, really, really invest in yourself, okay? There's nothing that you can't learn from somebody. Like, you might think your resume is dope as hell. The format might be jacked up, you know? So take in consideration the packages that she's offering, and even if you don't need it, you know, somebody else might need it, and I'm all about uplifting other businesses, especially female entrepreneurs. So please, please, if you guys know anyone who is looking to get their resume looked at, looking to just ask a few questions, about how to do better at an interview or whatever the case may be, definitely hit up Mariah because this is something that is really truly needed mm-hmm. for anybody. And we all know somebody that's needing a job, struggling at their job, trying to find a new one, or even ourselves. Like, damn, okay, am I am I really being professional or how do I get my LinkedIn to what you're doing? You know, so mm-hmm. really, really make those make and when you go in the show notes, y'all scroll down. Scroll down or scroll up, whether you're on SoundCloud or you're on iTunes, and add Mariah on Instagram, okay? Follow her on Instagram so you make sure you stay up to date on your career readiness, your professionalism, and when she's in your town and she's having workshops, okay? So let's continue to build. Let's continue to make sure that we are pushing forward with just supporting and just bettering ourselves, especially for, for, for the year, you know what I'm saying? So... I thank you so much, so much, Mariah, for coming on the show. Thank this was you. this was just amazing to talk about professionalism, to talk about just growth, and on top of that, just to talk about careers. You know, because mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. if we're working in corporate, our job, our 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 businesses we have, that's a career. <laughs> you right, know, right, so right. you know, being able to tap into that on two platforms of entrepreneurship and corporate is is always a good thing. So. I thank you again for coming on the show, and we're going to end the episode here, you guys. So bye. Bye. You have been listening to CEO Chats with the Brown Girl CEO. If you like me that much, please make sure that you leave me a comment and a review and also subscribe. If you want to make sure that you stay connected, follow us on all social media platforms by clicking in the show notes below. Thanks and see you next week.